Life Audio. Hello, thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, 2 Kings 5, 15. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is 2 Kings 5.15. Then Naaman and all his attendants went back to the man of God. He stood before him and said, Now I know that there is no God in all the world except in Israel. So please accept a gift from your servant. Prior to this moment, Naaman, the Aramean who spoke these words, had likely heard about Creator God, but probably lumped him with all the other false gods worshipped by all the other neighboring nations. And if not for the disease he'd acquired, which drove him to the man of God mentioned in today's verse, and the words of a captured slave girl, Naaman might never have come to know the God with the power to save. And he needed saving, obviously on a soul level, but physically as well. Scripture tells us he acquired leprosy, a devastating disease that led to isolation, horrific and spreading sores, and deformity. And at the time, the disease was incurable, meaning the person's situation was hopeless. I'm certain Naaman had tried every potential cure he could think of or had heard of, including doing all he could to appease his nation's quote-unquote gods. Nothing had worked, and yet hope was coming through the words of a young slave girl. A girl, according to verse 2, who'd been captured by Aramean raiders, ripped from her homeland, and forced into slavery. A girl who could have easily become bitter and cursed this God that had allowed her to be taken captive. Or she could have assumed that maybe God wouldn't or couldn't save. After all, he hadn't saved her from the raiding Arameans. But that's not how she responded. In fact, despite her circumstances, despite all she had lost and the pain she must have felt, she said to her mistress, if only my master would see the prophet who is in Samaria. And she was speaking of Elisha, the man who spoke for God during that time. And she told her mistress he would cure him of his leprosy. Now, can you sense the courage and the faith in her statement? I doubt she would have spoken up otherwise. I mean, we don't know what type of mistress Naaman's wife was or what he himself was like at home. But this girl was the slave of a, quote, valiant soldier 
who was accustomed to bloodshed and to getting his way. Not the type of guy you'd want to string along or mislead or disappoint in any way. It seems the safest thing this girl could have done would have been to remain quiet. But instead, she chose to point her captor to Elisha and threw him to the one true God. I don't know if Naaman was simply desperate by this point or if maybe the girl's words carried weight. Based on the integrity and courage her statement regarding Elisha imply, I'm inclined to believe the latter. Regardless, though, Naaman listened, and the king of Aram sent a letter to the king of Israel asking him to cure Naaman of his leprosy. But Israel's king, the nation's leader who was supposed to demonstrate what it looked like to worship and follow God, didn't share the slave girl's faith. Scripture says when he received the letter, he tore his clothes and he accused the king of Aram of trying to trap him, to pick a fight with him. Well, when Elisha heard what had happened, he contacted the king and he told him to send Naaman to him so that he would know there was a prophet in Israel. And then after a bit of fit-throwing, Naaman did as Elisha instructed, and he washed in the Jordan River seven times and was healed, proclaiming not just that God was one of many gods or Israel's God, but the only true God in all the world. And Naaman could trace this amazing transformation back to the humble words of a slave girl who chose faith over bitterness and lived the rest of her life knowing she had played a part in God's changing one man's life, and maybe the lives of others, because Naaman was a man of influence. The day this girl was captured, she must have grieved. She might have been tempted to think that God didn't see her or that he didn't care. She had no way of knowing the miracle he was setting into motion or how he would use her in it. And had she allowed her pain to turn into bitterness, she might have missed it. But that wasn't her story. Instead, she chose to live in and to proclaim faith. And the question is, will we follow her example? When hard circumstances hit, will we still trust God? Will we still point others to Him? Or will we forfeit our impact by allowing our pain to turn to bitterness and despair. Let's pray. Father God, sometimes life hurts so badly. Sometimes we can feel overwhelmed by our grief. We know you don't ask us to deny or to suppress our pain, but you do invite us to grieve with you and to guard our hearts as we do so that seeds of bitterness don't begin to take root. Because we know there's good ahead, good that you've called us to play a part in. We love you, Lord. We trust you, and we need you. In the name of your victorious Son, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. 
For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Feeling stressed? Let's take better care of you. I'm Bonnie Gray, the host of Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.